breaking news from The Athletic. Tim McMaster here from The Athletic, along with our Mariners reporter, Corey Brock. Mariners top prospect Jared Kelnick and his agents told USA Today that he believes he's a victim of service time manipulation. This comes days after a video of team president Kevin Mather speaking about that very topic went viral, leading to Mather quitting his position. Corey, let's start, before we get into Kelnick specifically, what this means for baseball, let's start specifically with service time manipulation. It's something that's been ongoing in baseball. A lot of people remember Chris Bryant going through a similar thing where, you know, you basically delay when a guy will get called up to the big leagues and then you get to control him for an extra year at the end of the line there. And, and um, But it's something that in a lot of ways hasn't been spoken about publicly now it seems like it's starting to be spoken about publicly. So just explain what exactly it is. Yeah, service time manipulation, I, I would kind of refer to it as uh, baseball's dark, worst kept secret, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, when players are reach the major leagues, their arbitration clocks start. So I think what, uh, you know, what you alluded to, the Chris Bryant situation years ago is the most notable a guy who was certainly ready for the big leagues, but they kept him in the minor leagues um, X amount of additional days to gain an additional year of club control on the back end. So, um, you know, it's, 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 I'll put it this way, I guess from a general manager standpoint, um, it's probably not, there's no reason for them not to do this from a business perspective to game the service time. Um, but you certainly run the risk of, um, I don't, I don't know, burning burning some bridges or alienating, maybe that's a better word, a player uh, if he's profoundly ready for the big leagues and it looks like you're overtly uh, holding him back. Um, I'm not sure that's the case with Jared Kelnick. He's 21. He's played 21 games at the AA level. Um, but certainly it's, it's an interesting issue, uh, not just for the Mariners, let's be clear about this, but really it's probably a, a more interesting and a bigger issue potentially for Major League Baseball. Yeah, Kelnick is different than Bryant. Like you said, Bryant was ready to go, and, and he was going to be the third baseman of the Chicago Cubs, and it was very clear that he was going to spend a month in the minors just because of the service time manipulation. Kelnick's different. You mentioned it. He's only played at double-A. Um, but what has kind of brought this out, right, is that Mather actually basically admitted to it in that video um, that has gone viral, and there was this contract offer with Kelnick, right, where it was kind of, uh, talk about that. And it was kind of understood that, hey, if you sign this long-term deal, we'll probably call you up. Kind of a, a wink-wink situation. Yeah, you know, the Mariners have been um, proactive, and I imagine they'll continue to be proactive with um, trying to secure. I mean, they're going through a rebuild, right? So you have a number of young players who have already reached a major league level and other players like uh, Jared Kelnick and Logan Gilbert, a talented young pitcher who are coming shortly. So they're, you know, they're trying to lock up these guys long-term. And an example I'll use, Tim, is that um, in the fall of 19, they locked up first baseman Evan White for a six-year, $24 million deal. Now, people uh, will, will claim that that was a club-friendly deal. Um, I, I believe it is. The Mariners prefer to term it as fair and equitable um, certainly there's a prize there for the player immediately. Um, uh, but Kelnick was offered a contract uh, that was mentioned by Kevin Mather the first time that was reported um, about 14 months ago. And uh, their issue, Kelnick's issue and his agents was um, 
you know, that he offered, he was offered a deal, but he declined it. And we don't know the terms, but he's essentially betting on himself, right? He's betting that uh, his future earnings will be, will exceed whatever the value of this contract was. But their argument is that by declining that offer, it kept him off the major league roster last year. Well, you know, we had that shortened season that was pretty, pretty strange for everyone. Jared Kelnick spent uh, the remainder of summer after summer camp down in Tacoma at the alternative camp. Um, you know, he was, you know, how, how do how do we say how do I say he was ready? Um, what well, we wrote a story on The Athletic uh, last August saying maybe now's the time to consider bringing him up, considering the team. Uh, was kind of hanging around with the expanded playoffs. They weren't getting a whole lot of production from their outfield. And I guess my argument was if you thought that Jared Kelnick was going to be a uh, major contributor to your big league roster in 2021, why not bring him up in a low pressure environment in 2020? Uh, let him get acclimated, not just to big league pitching, but to uh, the big league environment, the travel uh, you know, all the other ancillary things that go with that. Therefore, when 2021 rolled around, he'd really be ready to roll. Uh, they didn't do that. Um, and I think, you know, he was uh, put off by that. And now it's come to light, certainly with the USA Today article, that um, they're saying that, you know, there's no question that if, if he had signed that contract, he would have been in the big leagues. Assuming that we're not going to see Jared Kelnick on opening day, and we are going to have to wait a month. And, and, We'll reiterate, this is within the rules. This is collectively bargaining. This is the rules. The teams can do this, and it's perfectly allowable. It's more a thing for the next CBA, probably. But but Kelnick is the number four prospect in baseball, according to Keith Law, our, uh, who has his rankings here at The Athletic. So once he does come up, um, I guess then that's one place where the team can see pressure, right? Say the Mariners are in the race this year. And, you know, they get off to a slow start. Jared Kelnick comes up. They play great baseball the rest of the way. And they're in the hunt in September, right? That's where you can get some eyebrows raised that like, hey, they missed the they missed the wild card by a game. They played a month without Jared Kelnick. Would that have made the difference? Yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting question. There's several interesting questions that poses. Um, I think that, first of all, the Mariners would be elated if they were in the uh, <laughs> Fair situation enough. that you described uh, late in the year for a franchise that um, hasn't been in the postseason in 20 years. The other the other side of that, too, Tim, is what about what if, and certainly spring training uh, performances and statistics are what they are. It's you know, you probably shouldn't read a whole lot into them, but. You know, what if during this spring training stretch, Jared Kelnick hits 750, um, mm-hmm. is clearly one of your best players. How do you not keep him on the roster, right? Um, or how do you not begin with him their opening day? So now it it's a whole Pandora's box of potential issues. You know, I seem to think this is kind of a, this is a PR hit for the Mariners uh, fairly temporarily. Um, like I said, it's probably a bigger issue down the road for baseball and the Players Association. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what the long-range effects are, are going to be. Uh, Jared Kelnick's under club control for six years. Um, if if this is something that still irks him at the end of that period um, when he says, you know, it's time to negotiate a contract, hey, in 2020, you guys really pulled one over on me, then I guess you have to deal with it. But. Yeah, it just, it's it's a little bit of a tough look right now in what's been a very difficult week for the Mariners. But, you know, they seem to think this will all sort of blow over at some point. 
All right, one more thing, and just kind of looking at the CBA that we've mentioned a few times, it's up at the end of the season. It's been looked at for years now as a as a potential problem between the Players Association and the owners heading into 2022 and, and what it could mean if they can't find common ground. Uh, the pandemic didn't help things, and certainly this doesn't help things, but I feel like this is a topic, service time, that was always going to be a factor. I would imagine that they're going to change this system drastically to kind of figure out a more common ground. Do, do you think that in your gut, do you think this is a system that, that changes in the next CBA? Yeah, I think there's a lot more fuel behind it today. And I've sort of looked at it from both sides and I thought, wow, is this really going to drive a wedge further into the chasm between the, the sizable chasm between the players association and major league baseball, which um, there's a, many other issues at stake here, or maybe it's a, a talking point and a way to resolve this issue and to uh, come to some agreement that satisfies both parties and they're able to move on. You know, I, I saw a tweet that Josh Donaldson of the twins had the other day. Uh, I'll read it here. It says, thank you, Kevin Mather. I sincerely mean it. You just said what everyone already knew. But now we, the Players Association, have official evidence uh, this is going to help a lot of players. Again, thank you. Bravo. So, yeah, the, the players have noticed this. Um, they now have uh, tangible proof. It's, you know, it's in the video. It's measured by the words that Kevin Mather said. Um, well, yeah, again, we'll see what, where that goes. But, uh, yeah, they certainly have a, a much stronger leg to stand on now than they did, say, a week ago. All right. Certainly an interesting story to follow into next offseason. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics New Headlines section for much more on this story to get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content, including all of Corey's great work. Visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can join right now for just three ninety nine per month. Thank you.